0: Hello guys, welcome back to another episode of the Get Your Happy Podcast. I am your host, Tanya B, certified life coach and healer, blogger. Um, I'm gonna be giving you the tools for the art of organic happiness, happiness after trauma. So um, I am wanting to talk about this topic um, for a very long time. And I really wanted to make sure I was able to uh, translate it um, in a very positive way, <laughs> and um, I think we can all find ourselves in this space, um, and that space is what's labeled as victimhood. How many of my listeners listening right now, um, you can um, either identify yourself or identify a relative, um, maybe identify a friend, maybe a coworker? Um, sometimes even a stranger. Um, we can identify ourselves in this space. So victimhood, uh, how to release the mental state of mind and take back your life. V- being a victim, um, you know, being, being in victimhood um, you can find yourself in that mental state. Um, you are a person who suffered a very traumatic experience. Um, this can be at any point of your life, it can be several points of your life natural disaster, robbery, sexual assault. Abuse. Um, The list goes on. The list continues. Um, Sometimes even being at the wrong end of a conversation. Car accidents. The list goes on. Um, I should have written some, you know, taken notes as to how many, but we know, um, why, um, we, not why, but we, we know of someone, if not by ourselves, but we know of someone who got an identify in this space, right? So I hope you have something to write with. Um, if not, be sure to rewind this on back. Um, what I'd like to do is, um, I'll put the notes, uh, on the blog um for a recap. You can also find that on my Instagram, Tonya B Drake, at Tanya B. Drake. Um and you can find um usually I'll post some content there so that way you can um get a hold of that or you know screenshot, whatever you'd like to do. Um I think we all find ourselves here in in any point of our life. Um, I found myself here recently in this state of mind um, in my divorce. Um, My divorce was just finalized uh, last week. Um, Today actually, no, yesterday um, marked a week. Um, So I was in this space where I'm, why did this happen to me? Um, This was not right. It's not fair. Bad things always happen. How could I let this happen? I'm not good enough. This is how I'm going to be be the rest of my life. And what you have to do is you have to work to get yourself out of that mental state. So if you found yourself in victimhood or you know of someone who's in that mental space, then keep on listening. So number one, the first way to release yourself, to break the chains of being a victim is self-acceptance. Acceptance and surrendering to the trauma and not trying to manipulate or live in denial. Once you are able to identify yourself as a human who had a human traumatic experience, you're able to surrender. When you hold yourself hostage in the victimhood mentality, You are in a space of resistance, okay? You're not able to move forward. You can't progress. You can't, you know, if you think of someone, think of someone who's actually held hostage, right? They can't move. They can't speak. They can't, um, all of their whole body is in confinement, that is is your mind when you're in victimhood. So you have to step out of that. You have to surrender to the idea of moving ahead and surrendering and accepting that you are a human who had a human traumatic experience. It is very challenging, absolutely. Easiest, you know, said Um, But I I do believe once you're able to surrender and say, you know what? It happened. It happened to me. It was uncomfortable. This was life-changing. This sucked. This was painful. I have a right to cry. I have a right to be angry. I have a right to be upset. But you can't stay there, okay? When you're in resistance... You don't have support, right? You don't have the idea of what it looks like to um, practice forgiveness, okay? And you have to really dispose of that toxic energy, okay? Because what happens is you, you, you're you going to end up carrying that, okay? You're going to carry on to that dark experience. You find yourself reliving that dark experience, right? So that's the first thing. Number one, if you have something to write with, number one is going to be self-acceptance and surrendering, okay? So once you've done that, um, you, you then need to adopt the understanding that trauma is an experience and not a life sentence. Someone said that to me. I, I, I It was... So... It was a petty conversation actually it was about um so if you are a person who works in corporate or any job right And you get stuck with a very sucky schedule. (laughs) And you and you say, Oh my gosh, I gotta get home to watch the kids. I gotta, you know, pick them up from school. I you know, I'm starting a business. I need to work on that when I get home. You know, I need to, you know, feed the kids, I need to walk the dog, I have things that I do. I need to get to the gym. I gotta go to the grocery store, I gotta, you know, get in the kitchen and cook spaghetti, whatever it is. Know that it's not a life sentence. So as I was, you know, um, a colleague of mine was so uncomfortable with the schedule. And um, the director came in. And I felt as if there was a wall, you know, on her face. It was just, have you ever met someone and it's just a blank stare? Um, And immediately she says, it is what it is right now. But it's not a life sentence, and I said, "Whoa, <laughs> very true." And so, you want to consider that um, phrase when you're in a midst of trauma, right? When this experience happened, it's not a life. It's not a life sentence, right? It doesn't. It. It. You know, only you. It's a choice. You do not have to allow it to stay for, you know, for this period of time. It's not, you're not going to be in this space for, the, for this, you know, for years and years and years, right? Um, so, but in order to see that, you have to, you know, not be resistant to accepting what happened, right? That's the hard part. And I wouldn't say hard, that's the challenging part. Um, we we have challenges. So next, um, once we, you know, we, we're able to surrender, right? We're no longer manipulating and living in denial. This, you know, woe is me, and that you know, I'm stuck here forever, and you know, this crap happened to me, it's not fair, I'm unworthy, I'm unloving. Once you're able to get out of that. Right? And then you're able to understand that this experience happened, you were involved, it it was traumatic, you have a right to cry or feel how you feel, right? And you know that this isn't a life sentence, then the next step is in being able to tell your story. That's hard. So, When you're able to tell your story in a way that empowers someone else, you are no longer, write this down, you're no longer a victim. So do me a favor and write down victim, V-I-C-T-I-M, like Mary, right? Scratch that out. So write it down, scratch it out, and I now want you to put survivor. In all caps, big letters, (laughs) S-U-R-V-I-V-O-R. You are now a survivor, right? You know, how many women do we know as, um, you know, breast cancer survivors? They wear that survivor huge, big, on their chest. If you're listening right now, I praise and honor you. I honor you. I respect you because it takes a lot of courage to go out and empower other women who have just been diagnosed and to tell your story. Okay, so find a way to tell your story and, and, and not be attached to it in a way that you are in the uh, victim mentality woe is me it shouldn't have happened to me it's not fair it sucks and find a way to tell your story and empower others and and, and share that you are now a survivor okay i want to share um really quickly here um Immediately when I thought of this, um, of a survivor, I know I mentioned um, breast cancer survivors, but also when, we, um, when you see athletes who um, have experienced a traumatic accident and they're able to um, adapt to prosthetic limbs and c- continue on their journey, that's so inspiring. So think of yourself. When you find yourself in a space of um, trauma, go out and inspire. Keep going. Again, not a life sentence, right? So Amy Mullins, she's one of uh, People Magazine's 50, um, 50 Most Beautiful People in the World. Amy Mullins, was, um, she was born with uh, fibula. Uh, bones in, in both legs. And I think I'm saying that right. It's F-I-B like Bravo U-L-A. So fibula bones in both legs. Um, so she had to have her legs amputated um, below the knee on her first birthday. So can you imagine that one years old and you're already experiencing this high level of pain. Um, and, um, she had to learn how to walk with prosthetic legs by her second birthday. My goodness. Um, and so now Amy did not allow the prosthetic legs to actually keep her from enjoying her normal, um, uh, childhood activities. Whatever her friends were doing, swimming, skiing, playing soccer, Amy was right there, um, with them. So now she's a um, Paralympic athlete. Um, so, um, I mean, my gosh, that's so inspiring. We look out and we see people and we say, my goodness, how were you able to keep going? How inspiring, you know, they're not telling their story as, oh my gosh, the worst thing happened to me. You know, you feel that energy and like, I don't even want to hear it, <laughs> you know, cause it, you know, it, it, it's an energy thing. We get caught in that. Um, but there's a way that she can tell that story and say, you know what, it, it wasn't a life sentence, you know. I, you know, the universe gave me a second try, so consider that um, when you find yourself in a space of trauma um, or um, victimhood, right. So the last thing, um, no, I take that back. Number four. <laughs> um, so self-acceptance, not living in denial, um, understanding that it's not a life sentence. Um, we're now telling our story. We're no longer a victim. We're a survivor now. Um, number four is drop the grudge. Woo. Woo, moly! This may take a while. <laughs> This part is intense. Oh my goodness. Um, so, once you're able to um, drop the grudge, so forgiveness, so grudge. So if you can write down grudge, I want you to put the equal sign and put forgiveness. Okay. This is when you start to see a peak of light. When you start to let go this grudge and you, you're doing, you know, the work, you're journaling, you're in the mirror and you're um, speaking to yourself and saying, you know, um, kind things to you, you're eating well, you're going out, you're um, reaching out to support groups. Um, you know, this is where you start to see light right right over the hills it's just like the movies when we you know you see the climax you see the you know the drama happen and you know uh right right over the hills there's that light right you start to create good karmic energy for yourself and for others around you okay when you hold on to a grudge it actually stays within you it's energy we're all energy right so if you're holding on to that, it creates a domino effect. Whether you show up to work angry, you're, you know, you have road rage, or you're, you know, talking to your family members, and you know, one minute you just have an outburst. Okay? There's something we're still holding on to. You know, you ever you know, was speaking to someone in the store and you go, oof, they got a, they got some things, they got some cobwebs, they have some things to work out. Okay. They're still holding on to something. Okay. I remember, um, when I first found out about the affair, um, my ex-wife was having and it was in that moment, I felt like it was a life sentence. What the heck am I going to do now? Right. Um, and as time progressed, uh, months progressed, and, you know, I decided to, you know, this isn't the lifestyle I wanted. Um, I didn't want, uh, I had my personal reasons as to why I did not want to stay, and a part of that was self-worth. Um, and I knew that it staying wasn't mm, I did try to stay and I wanted to work it out. Um, but there was something in my gut that was telling me, you don't have to, you have a choice, right? You have a choice as to what you choose to accept and, and what you want. Um, you know, in, in your experience of a union. Uh, and so as time progressed, what was that? Uh, Um, What is that? Um, Excuse me, guys. I'm counting here. I'm like counting with my fingers as to how many how long it took me to realize I needed to uh, practice um, forgiveness and and dropping the grudge. For me, um, I knew that I had to drop the grudge, not for the other person. And I think what we do is we hold on to that victimhood. And I I believe that's what it was for me. I wanted to hold on to the victimhood of someone who was cheated on, right? Betrayal. But I said, you know, this is an opportunity for me because I'm not the only one. There's uh, many women in this, you know, and men in this world who um, have experienced betrayal, So I wanted to be able to tell my story and I knew I couldn't tell my story if I was still in mentality of victimhood. I wanted to clear my karma for myself. I knew I wouldn't have the best karma if I was holding on to this grudge forever. Um, So remember that when you give up the, um grudge it's not that you're accepting that it's it's not that you approve of what happened right so being able to practice forgiveness is not saying that you approve of what hap- what has happened or transpired it's allowing you to move forward and clear your karmic energy that was good. <laughs> that took a lot <laughs> for me to uh, be able to, uh, to share with you guys. But um, it's, it's honesty. It's true. It's raw. Um, but I knew that I needed to, I accepted what happened. And I knew it was just time for me to be able to take back my life. And I no longer had to sit in a space of um, being uncomfortable in negative energy, and dark energy. So I knew that if I was able to forgive her, I can also welcome abundance in my life, more loving energy in my life, and give more time to loving myself, okay? So think about that when you're having resistance with practicing forgiveness, okay? So the very last one is practice self-loving acts and affirmations when these triggers show up right? Um, You know, when I hear a song on the radio or maybe um, I smell a scent or um, a commercial comes on or whatever um, that may trigger our once union, um, I have to affirm, you deserve to be happy, okay? You deserve organic happiness. You are enough. You're beautiful. You are healthy and strong. You are safe. You are whole and perfect. It's okay to be sensitive. That just means you're strong. So if any of those affirmations resonated with you, make sure you're writing them down. If you have one already, make sure you write it down and repeat it and use it whenever a trigger show up. Okay? So you're not alone. What you've gone through is something that someone else has gone through. Connect with them. Share your story, not in a way of being a victim, but share it in a way of being a survivor. Inspire someone that you have the ability to keep moving forward. I think this is my favorite episode thus far this year of 2019 of season three. My goodness, I wow. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in. And remember that you are enough. I love you guys so much for listening. Um the happy deck those are um up on the websites. I am also getting those restocked um so just making sure that I have enough because they seem to be flying off <laughs> my shelf here. My goodness so um thank you guys for your support thank you for tuning in remember to Live abundantly, love your authenticity, and radiate organic happiness. You deserve it. I celebrate you. I honor you. Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you back on the next Get Your Happy episode. Pleasure.